welcome back to the podcast where we're on youtube now so this is gonna be our first this episode is what we look like. on youtube this is yeah this is what we look like very underwhelming post- but you know yeah. what it's what it is um we've been posting since january february of 29 2020 oh that's a so, that's, that's literally like 10 years ago <laughs> yeah basically and uh this is because this is our first full season i decided it's time to go we're on youtube so if you're listening go check us out on youtube you can all be able to watch and um yeah so new type uh new a bunch of new designs new out uh like layout and everything so it looks like i've been working on that for the last couple of days um and then also our you can just our tags are below our name so you can just hit us on uh hit us up on twitter or instagram or wherever you use social media and also, if you go on YouTube, you'll have all the links to be able to like just listen. Uh, so I'll direct you to Spotify, uh, Google Music, or um, Apple Music, uh, Apple Podcasts. So that that's great. So big innovation. So subscribe, share the podcast if you can, and uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll be posting from now on. Lucas, why do you look so confused? Uh, I I'm, I'm on I'm on uh, a team's cap friendly and uh, and just the, the cap makes no sense. That's why that's why I'm confused. Oh, okay. Because salary so, cap, salary so, cap doesn't exist. Yeah. So for the most te- for most teams, the salary cap doesn't like doesn't exist and doesn't make any sense. But we're back. Season starts tonight, so hopefully I'll be able to get this out before then. And uh, yeah, there's a bunch of news coming around and then we'll do a bit of a season preview. We'll talk about what our division, what we think our division is going to look like and uh, how, how that's going to shape out. But um, from the top, I just want to talk about uh, the Leafs because there was a bunch of things that came uh, came out from the Leafs. Um, Leafs lose uh, Bro- Adam Brooks to Montreal. Uh, Makayev is out at least uh, eight weeks. That sucks uh, with a thumb injury that he needs surgery for. And Matthews will miss at least the first three games of the season. And today, um, Simmons and Marner crashed on the ice. Marner stayed on the ice for a little bit, but then went and talked to his trainer and then came off on came off the ice. So that's not a good thing. And yeah, it's it's ho- hopefully it's, like, it's OK. Nothing like happens serious. Do they just know? Do the hockey gods just know? That's that's my question. Do they just know? Like injury bug and now, do they put the sliders up to hundred on NHL twenty one or twenty two? The bugs oh are supposed. The injury bug is supposed to happen later in the season. Like it's supposed to be like the first month is supposed to be everyone's supposed to be healthy because they just had the last three and a half months to recover from the playoff injuries and everything else. So I thought they'd be able to recover, but no, I guess like our, basically our top line is not going to play. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. And then Makayev who's playing on the second line, he, uh, he's the left wing on the second line. So we basically have of the two top lines we have, we only have one because the second line is completely injured. Yeah. Uh, we'll see it. I'm, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get mad at any of this because like Mikhaev just injured his injured his hand. Of course, a hand injury. Yep. Uh, like, can that guy catch a break? No, like, yeah, seriously, I, just, I, I I don't know. For us, for as frustrating of a player as he can be, he's had way too many bad luck situations happen to him. Yeah. Where he's yeah. just doing he's like like we talked about you know a million times the wrist was just a complete accident. 
And this one I didn't I didn't see because I was at the I was doing the Blaze game, but from what I saw, I was just that he was doing Mikhaev things was, and fell. Yeah, it was an innocent like play, and he just got off the ice, and that didn't work out for him, which <laughs> like, sucks. Poor guy can't catch a break. And then the Matthews thing, like it's the wrist. We knew it was like we were hopeful for the first game, but if he doesn't feel comfortable and he made this decision, if he yeah. doesn't feel comfortable, then I understand. But I watched him in, in practice. I want to know what a good wrist looks like because that because his bad wrist still looks great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, he was playing through a bad wrist the entire last season. We saw from the All or Nothing series, he's been dealing with that the entire season last season. So hopefully he gets back to 100% because it wasn't 100% and he still, still won the Rocket Richard and scored a bunch of goals. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And it was very like when he was talking about it, he said he was hopeful to be back um, to be back for the first season of the uh, first game of the season. But he didn't he wasn't like 100 percent sure that he was going to be back. So that that's what it is. And we'll go from there, I guess. Something on the lines, I'm probably a paraphrase, but he was like, you know, it's killing me that I can't go in. Like, he's like, I want to go in so bad, but it's just not right. And yeah, you know yeah. why? If it's not right, it's not right. But just hearing the martyrs, the martyr injury, I'm just like, why? Just why? Yeah, it, it was anyone yeah. else could have been anyone it was also, else. It wasn't even in a game. It was just literally practice. It was a, it was and a then, stupid practice. Yeah. It was the practice that what I've heard is that it, he was taken out for precautionary reasons and he's going to be reevaluated. So just finger crossed. Fingers crossed it was just a Charlie horse. Yeah. Hopefully it was nothing serious so that he can play tomorrow. Spatsa said it didn't look like anything serious. Yeah. Like so, I I feel Mikhaev like of things ch- was the Makayev didn't look like anything serious too, but he uh, had a broken thumb, so we'll see. I mean, hopefully it looked he's like a good. Charlie horse. It hurts. And, it, looked, it, it sounded like it could have been a Charlie horse, but it could be yeah. whatever. And he's ready to play. Hopefully, um, Nick Suzuki today signs a eight year extension at seven point eight seven five. So good for him. Do you want to um, know what was trending today? I really like the deal. Um, it's going to look really good in a couple of years when the cap is going to go slowly start going up and uh, he's going to be able to play. He's going to be a, he's going to be a better player because he's still young and he's going to be a better player and he's going to have um, a lot more opportunity. And that's going to be just a better situation for the Canadians where they're going to get more value for the contract that he has. Unfortunately. Yes. Unfortunately, it's a great thing for the Canadians. But when I was saying like, did you know, did you know Mitch Marner was trending today before he Obviously, got injured? Mitch, dude, Mitch Marner has been trending every single day since like, the collapse like it's the last playoffs it, it, he's been trending every single day and it's like i at this I, point I've heard, like, I, I've heard it doesn't take it takes like four tweets that you're interested in for it to trend so that's probably why it was trending yeah. and also like it's it's there are some trends that like they have nothing to do with what i'm looking at and like they're interesting and i'll click on them and see like why everyone's so upset about it or why they're writing about it and every single time i see a martyr one i'm like i have no interest in this my favorite thing with anything to do with Nick Suzuki is finding his tweets from like years ago when he was our age because he's because he was a big Leaf fan. So mm-hmm. 2014, October 8th, is NHL is back. Hashtag Leaf Nation. And now he's uh, he's and he's, now he's a Montreal the, Canadian. He's w- the enemy, basically. Literally the enemy. Okay, back to the deal. I can make all the jokes I want. Back to the deal. I am so unhappy that it's such a great deal. Yeah. I'm so unhappy that it's such a great deal because if only Mitch Marner could have signed an 8.7 or oh, 7.875 deer for eight years. And if only I could, um, you know, skip school and get hired r- tomorrow by a, a by a 
uh, an A news outlet, an A-list news outlet. Oh wait, I I can't. You can't if only, no. if only. I'm. And see, this is this is gonna be a good deal. This 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 is a pretty good deal now, and it's gonna look better when the cap goes up. The problem with the Leafs guys is just that they expected the cap to go up exponentially. Global <laughs> pandemic. Uh, looks like Sahar's dropping something uh, over. Looks like Sahar's uh, killing his house uh, at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Breaking, uh, breaking pots. Breaking pots. Um, yeah. No, it is a very good deal. I was, I was saying so. In the off season, I was like, okay, they have to resign Kakaniemi this off season, Suzuki next, and then Caulfield next season. So they, so Kakaniemi got offer sheeted, and I was yeah. like, oh, I can't wait for Suzuki. It's gonna be and he's resigned already. Damn it. Resigns and. <laughs> The way I think the cap looks like for the next couple of years, they have enough space to sign Caulfield and yeah, uh, everyone else. So, like, they're not cap struck like other uh, teams. So, Vancouver. the team I was talking about off the bat that was weird with their cap was Montreal. Montreal currently has $91 million, uh, it has a cap hit of $91 million. Uh, and you look at their LTIR and it's, it's very big. It's just very, well, very yeah, big. there's like four or five players that are like right, so major players five, that are things. So five players, four of which are major factors. Yeah. Uh, Shea Weber, Mike Hoffman, Joel Edmondson, and Paul Byron. I don't know if those four are going to play. <clears throat> Excuse me. On Is Carey uh, Price on there? He, he's on the, he's not on the LTIR, but he is listed as NHLPA players. I don't, I don't know if we talked about that. I don't think we did. I think we I, did. We talked about it um last, last episode. Okay. So uh just just on on the carry price front uh you know like good for him good for seeking for him, help yeah. Yeah. um what he's doing is none of our business but i just want to say good, good on him and i hope and i hope he's able to return into carry price form and he t- and he takes his time but so so he's not an ltir but i wonder if those four players that i listed off weber hoffman edmondson byron i don't know if they're going to play tomorrow so weber for sure he's not going to play there was speculation that he might even just never play again because of his injuries. They, we'll they make Kucherov him. They make Kucherov him. Yeah. Um, well, like, it, we'll talk about the predictions later, but I don't think the Montreal Canadiens are making the playoffs this year. Um, so, like, they might do Kucherov him, but if he's if they're like they did Kucherov because they knew they're getting the playoffs and they need him for the playoff run. If Montreal isn't in the playoff position, will they just keep him LTIR the entire season and just? Uh, probably. Like right now, they're, with the thing? five guys, there's twenty million dollars on LTIR, and I thought, and I thought the Leafs were the masters of LTIR. <laughs> um, I think but, Lightning have that tag right oh, now. Oh no, the light, the Lightning won that yeah, last yeah. year and many times. Yeah. So Mike Hoffman, I heard it probably isn't going to play. Joel Edmondson, I didn't hear about, so he might play tomorrow. Paul Byron, I again, n- no idea. No idea. Uh, and then Sammy Niku is the is the fifth guy who's you know, you know depth depth right defenseman. Yeah, yeah. But just th- those are but those are four key guys for Montreal. Like those were four those are four Stanley Cup. They were part of their Stanley Cup run. Yeah. So well, I, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll see. It's there's I think the injury bug is going across the like the like across the, the league. league. Matt Murray apparently is uh, has an illness. It's not COVID. And is unclear if he will play on Thursday against Toronto uh, for their home opener. So I don't know about that. Um, See, and now McKinnon, and I'm looking at, yeah, sorry, McKinnon, keep going, keep going. McKinnon went into COVID protocol. So he is asymptomatic, but has has a positive for COVID. So we'll see when he comes back. 
and there's a couple other players that I just I don't have listed in front of me, but like there have been a couple of players that all have been like the like have the injury bug that's just going around. Yeah, and then if I look at Montreal's defense right now, like playing them tomorrow, even this is this is assuming Marner plays. If Marner doesn't play, then of course this gets a little antsy for me. Um, so their six defensemen are Jeff Petrie, Ben Schrott, David Savard, Brett Kulak, uh, Alex Romanov, and Chris. Uh, sorry, Alex Romanov and Chris Weidman. So like, those are those are good it's guys. It's not terrible. Good. It's not terrible. Those are good. Um, and then their their forwards. We all know their their forward their forward core is very good. Yeah. Um, and I. I, I think just those LTIR guys are really going to – they're going to be weird. It's going to be a weird thing for them. Yeah. Okay, back back to the topic of, of another Montreal player now, Adam Brooks. Why did the Leafs get punished for developing players? Because, because the NHL is dumb. Like, you can – people are going to blame Kyle Dubas because he loses a lot of players on waivers. But how many times have the Leafs developed players properly and gotten them just about there to the to the squad? They're not they're not able to make it, and they have to lose them on waivers. Yep. Last Adam, year they were. I I like Adam Brooks last year. He played between Spezza and uh, Simmons, and he was a good fourth line player, fourth line center. Yeah. And he was good. He was he looked like he was going to get a spot this year, depending on injuries and other things like that. But I I saw him as like uh closer a full-time player than not a full-time player on the on the leaps mm-hmm. and yeah he and we lose it to the to montreal canadians what sucks um but it's i think it's the whole it's just the nhl the way they set up their whole thing with waivers and everything it's in nba i don't think it works like that where you just wave wave a player and then you just you can just lose him to any team and it's the other thing is a player signs with like Aaron Dell last year. The player chose to sign in Toronto and then he has, he gets claimed and then gets sent off to where did he get sent off to? I think it was Jersey. Jersey. And then he ended up somewhere else, but it's just like a player chooses where they want to go. And then the NHL's like, Nope, you cannot like, you have to move now. The Leafs are trying to build this depth, this forward, just roster depth, especially last year when you brought up Aaron Dell. The Leafs, like, Dubas wanted to be like, I want three, I want three competent yep. goalies. And he had to lose one of them because he had too many roster spots. And, and then he, which caused him to sign Riddich. Um, yeah, for tra- trade, trade deadline, for Riddich. So we yeah. lost picks be- because of that. Exactly. And why, I'm, and why this is really frustrating is because the Leafs are doing a great job at developing these players, and then they just have to lose them because of the waiver wire. And what's also frustrating, well, why don't the Leafs just do it back? Because the Leafs are always uh, a middle middle of the pack, top third of the top third team, and get the shindigs uh, and get the last bit at the waiver wire. Yeah, yeah. So they can't just do it back to the other teams because they're, uh, they're always in the top third of the league, meaning they have the last dibs at the waiver wire. It's also because of what Toronto is in position-wise of how they build their, like, pick or pick their players and sign uh, free agents or sign unrestricted free agent, like uh, sign, like just players there. They, for the most part, they get the best players and the best players come to them for the opportunity to play. 
and the other teams can take away those good players that came to Toronto and didn't get their shot. But then other teams don't really have that like pool of players that just want to come to Toronto and try to get a shot. Like no one's going to Calgary or like Edmonton to get that shot with to play with in a big market or whatever. And for the most part, we get the big players, the same with Tampa, um, Rangers, Montreal. And for the most part, all the players either get claimed by smaller market teams that don't get that, like the Arizona's of the world. Yeah. Influx of those players. So it's something Toronto has to deal with. I don't like it. I liked Adam Brooks. I wanted him to be on our team, but he's not going to be on our team. And, uh, and you know what's going to happen? He's going to score a goal for sure on uh, opening on opening day tomorrow. Open tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah, o- tomorrow opening, opening, yeah, opening night. What I'm going to say in this is, I brought him up first, Mike Amadio, who did take his spot, who did take Adam Brooks' spot. I was noticing a lot in the in the preseason. He definitely looks like someone like someone who's trying to prove something, trying to stay in the league, which good for him, or someone looking for a roster spot. And so I'm not the most upset about that what i'm upset about is how like i said like they're doing the leafs are doing what they're told to do develop these prospects and have them be ready and this one just wasn't as ready and so they weren't able to send them down to the marlies that's why the taxi squads last year were so helpful yeah because they could just have them on the taxi squad and not have to lose them to waivers and now they're gone this year and you can't have that flexibility so i just think that it's it's a really I just think that punishing a team for doing for doing the right thing and de- see them this here's the thing now the Leafs have developed this player and oh Montreal doesn't have to do any work up any work. Yep, and because no Montreal whatsoever. has an extra spot on their roster, they can just keep in there. Unfortunate, very it's unfortunate. Unfo- yeah, it's a, it's very unfortunate, and it sucks for the Leafs because like they'll get shit for not having depth. And I bet you someone's going to be complaining about their depth. What's their center depth? Yep. And Adam Brooks could have been great center depth and we just lost him for nothing. So that kid with the glasses who runs this fucking team could have used Brooks. <laughs> yeah. Brooks. Um, yeah. So that sucks. Um, a couple of new captains are showing up in the league. Um, Mark Giordano is the first captain of uh, Seattle Kraken. So congratulations to him. Makes sense. He was a captain in Calgary. Um, and um, what? What? Okay. I think it's a little weird that he hasn't, they haven't played a game yet and they're already naming captains. Like Vegas, it took Vegas a couple of years to name, name a captain. And it was Mark, and it was Mark Stone who they got in a trade that I, first year. I think it's a little weird that they haven't start. They haven't played a single game where they're already naming. You know, because I think the first captain, oh, the first captain, you know, heart and soul of this team, Mark Giordano, who has not played a single game for the Kraken yet. That's that's my that's my own. I I, I don't have a problem with it. He's he was a captain in um in Calgary, and now he's the captain in like um in seattle but, I don't... and then here's another thing i'm pretty sure mark giordano is a ufa at the end of this year so what's to say that you were to just lose your captain for nothing at the end of this yeah he's a ufa at and the end of the he's, season he's up there with his age so like i don't expect him to play that many more years so uh, hey you know what good good for them good for them yeah good for him and uh like yeah congratulations for becoming cap- first captain of seattle uh boom jenner um, is also the first um, captain of, or no, is the next captain of the Columbus Blue Jackets. So good for him. 
they lose Felino uh, last year, and um, yeah, so Boom Jenner is the next captain. I'm a big so. Boon, I'm a big Boone Jenner guy. I've always always oh, been a fan yeah. of him, so I'm really really happy for him. Yeah, congrats to him. And then, um, I, yeah, I guess that's it for most recent news. The thing, anything you want to talk about? Um, not, not nothing that really comes to mind. No, not, not yeah, necessarily. Okay. So um, let's go through our preseason um, or no. Yeah. Preseason predictions of our standings um, uh, for each division. Uh, we'll go in we'll talk about each team a little bit, see where their positives, negatives, and um, we'll go from there. Um, I want to start with Pacific. Okay. Um, who is, do you want to go bottom to top? Bottom to top. Okay. Or top to bottom. No, I think bottom to top is a it's a it's a is a better one. All right. Okay. Who's your number eight? San Jose. Okay. Yeah, I have San Jose. Obviously, um, they have a couple of young players there. They're developing. Uh, they have their old, sturdy um, defensive core there with Burns, Carlson, um, uh, uh, classic Mark Edwards. Classic. Yeah, my bad. Who's, um, who's another guy that's going to be there until he turns fifty? Yep, all of them are long contracts. Um, the roosters, no, wait, what's the saying again? The 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 roosters came, no, the chickens came to roost, whatever. Um, that was really good, that was really good, that was really good. Yeah, that brutal, really good. absolutely. I butchered that saying, I don't even know what it is, but um, really good. all these contracts came back to bite the this team in the ass. That that's what happened, yeah, and um. And because of these contracts and everything, they're not going to be very good. They have to start redeveloping young players. And by the time that happens, most of these guys will be too old to like play. So they're not going to be very good. And um, I, I don't see them. Get, I could see them being worse than actually. No, they can't be worse than Buffalo. Never no, mind. that's not happening. That's not yeah. happening. Uh, who's number seven for you? Uh, never. Hold on. Something else about uh, San Jose. Did you hear that? Did you see that Evander Kane put in a, a fake passport. I saw that. I don't know. Like, was that oh like? My... Oh, was that so like funny. confirmed? Or yeah. oh, that was yeah. confirmed. Okay, that's Confir- he had a fake vaccine passport, which I thought was funny. Uh, uh, uh seventh, uh, seventh. I'm probably gonna go with uh, Anaheim, another California team. I don't see. I don't see. Anaheim I have the doing... Ducks too. Yeah, I. Uh, I they have I like a couple. Yeah, Zegras. They have a young couple of young players. Um, they, I think they're going to be still a developing team. They're still like getting their young players still, and they have a couple veterans there, so teaching them the way. And um, yeah, so the Ducks are going to be crappy. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I yeah I don't see them good this year, but uh, you know I like Zegras. I like Sam Steele. Uh, Mason McTavish is uh, I think who I think they drafted this year or or the year before. I I've always been a I I think he's going to be good. So I, I just don't think that they're there yet. Um, but uh, I, I see, you know, I see definite improvements in their, in their ways uh, coming. I think they're, I think they're going to be a good team in the future. Yeah. Um, who do you have next? Oh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, uh, I, I'm going to go with, uh, I think I'll go with Seattle. I think I'll go with Seattle. Um, you know, expansion team, you know, there's not a lot of expectations and like I've said millions of times, don't expect Vegas out of this team. Don't expect them to, excuse me, pull the rabbit out of the hat, uh, you know, like Vegas did, 
uh, in their first year. Expect, expect them to be a, a competitive team. Like the, I like their forwards. Jordan Eberle, I've been a fan of since he was a, since he was in the WHL. They Johnny Gord's a, a great of, story. They don't have a lot of superstars, but they have a lot of good players. Uh huh. Um, Adam Larson, you know, is is definitely you know sound defenseman. Um, Hayden Fleury's okay. Philip Grubauer, I think, could steal them a couple of games in net. And Chris Dreger is not that bad yep. either. If um, both of them are healthy, then that that's a probably a number one, like arguably a wonder one number one goalie pairing in the league. We 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 got there. You got there. Yeah. Uh, and when uh, when they play the Leafs, Jared McCann's going to get the OT winner. Um, and that's, that's uh, an easy. If you're betting <laughs> on it, for sure, easy easy dub for if you're betting that. Um, I on the other hand have the Kings at number six in the division. Okay. Yeah. Because if I'm just looking at it from the like the whole lineup, the Kraken I think have a better team, and they have a better shot at winning games versus the Kings. I'm not saying that like I put f- number five is Kraken and number six is Kings. I think the Kings are still developing all their young players, and the Kraken already have their players developed. They have good goaltending. Their defense looks pretty solid, and um, their forwards aren't superstars but they're all good they can all put up points and it's gonna be fun to see them play and uh, the I, have kings... The kings. I have the kings at five uh so yeah, we just kind okay. of we just flip-flop those ones yeah um i i think that the addition of um i think the philip philip Deneau addition is a really good one like yeah as yeah. you saw as you saw last year he can shut he can really just and shut then down victor ardridson that was a good Alexander trade Edler. alex edler is always you know alex edler is you know his years from his years in the canucks he's a steady defenseman I'm always a big uh, Anze Kopitar fan, even though he hasn't done much because he's just been in LA. Uh, okay, Drew Doughty. Let's, let's okay. Let me, let me put this out there. Let me put this out there. Drew Doughty has looked good over the past three a couple of years. Not 11 million good. He's looked good. I think he could still perform at somewhat of a high level. Um, so I'm gonna give him that and. Um, uh, I think this year, uh, I think this year we'll see a changing of the guard in Nat and that Cal Peterson's gonna take over for Jonathan Quick some sometime yeah. in the sometime this season. Yeah. Um, who do you have at number five? Or no, sorry, number four. Number four, I have the Calgary Flames. Oh my god, I actually have the claims there. Um, some notable offseason additions is Blake Coleman, Tyler Pitlick, uh, Brandon Richardson, Nikita Zadorov, and Daniel Vladar. Um, yeah. Notable offseason losses: um, Mark Giordano, Derek Ryan, and Josh Levo. So uh, Blake Coleman currently is listed as suspended. So I, there must have been a game that I just didn't see where he. Uh... I think it was in the preseason and got suspended. Yeah. Uh, was there? Oh, was there? Was there an Edmonton fight night game that I wasn't? That I wasn't aware Probably. Of? Yeah. Um, so I, I guess Coleman's going to miss the first couple of games. Uh, but I, we saw we saw Blake Coleman in the playoffs. He's a He's an un, he's a dynamite player in the playoffs. Yeah. That's a playoff performer. Yeah. Um, Matthew Kachuk's always good. Johnny Goudreau, even though I give him flack, I'm not his biggest fan. He's definitely a producer. Sean Monahan's got to show me. Michael Backlund's got to show me. Like that's that like the reason why I'm not the biggest Monahan Goudreau fans is because every time you're like, all right, show me, they don't show me, and show yep. me, and they don't yep. show me. So that's why I have them at fourth because there's this core these core players. It's like, and here's another run, and no, that's not, and here's another try, and and no, like, like they were in arguably the worst division last year and didn't make the playoffs. 
so I'm that's why I put them at four because I think that there are definitely teams better than them in this in this division. And I'm just I'm not I've never been a huge believer in this core. I think that Markstrom will have a better year. Uh, and you know, with leadership like Erica Branson, how can you go wrong? Yep. <laughs> um that was sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so who do you have at number three? I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Vancouver. I'll go with Vancouver. Oh my god, I have the exact same list. Yeah, we'll probably, we'll probably have the same. We'll probably have the same list. Okay, so uh, I was picking like obviously I'm picking between Vancouver and Edmonton. I think Edmonton just has a little bit of a better um, forward. Literally core. because of McDavid and Literally Dry Settle. McDavid. That's and the apparently they're, they're playing they're on the better. same line. I don't know why, but they're going to play on the same line and Hyman's going to play with Nugent Hopkins, which makes no sense. That makes zero sense, but okay. Um, good for them, I guess. Uh, some notable offseason losses for the Canucks is, or additions, sorry, is Oliver ekman Larson, Connor Garland, um, Yaroslav Halak, Jason Dickinson, Tucker Pullman, Vasil Podkovskin, Podkovin, whatever. Um, some notable offseason substitutions. They basically got rid of their basically uh, their bottom six: Nate Schmidt, Alexander Edler, um, uh, Jack uh, Vertanen, Braden Holtby. Jake, yeah, Jake Vertanen. Yeah, yeah. Jake Vertanen. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. So that's that's also it. like and Louis Eric, like all their bad contracts: Louis Erickson, Jay yeah. Beagle, and uh, yeah, yeah. Antoine Roussel, and that and the and the uh, Ekman Larson deal. And they got Pedersen and Hughes on two very, very notable, very, very good deals. Um, good deals that are nothing to sniff at. Uh, yeah. Like they're they're good deals. They're not like, like I, I, there's nothing to complain about. I I feel with those deals, you know, Pedersen's Pedersen's the highest paid forward. I think I think like he should be. Um, yeah, he deserved that. Uh, and it's a reasonable number. Bo Horvath still got two years left. Uh, JT Miller has uh, two years left. I think Brock Besser's currently, uh, yeah, Brock Besser's currently on on IR, but I expect him he'll he'll be back. Obviously, uh, Connor Garland, who I've always been a fan of, I've I've liked I've liked for a long time, is going to sign for uh, five years at a really reasonable number. Tanner Pearson, I'm not a huge fan of the contract, but he's you know sustainable. He's he's good. Uh, they, they have a, they have a good forward core and their power play will be very, very good this year. I yeah. Think. With, with Hughes and, uh, Peterson coming back and then they have Brock mm-hmm. Bezer and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and this will also be a big year for Thatcher Demko. Um, yeah, because, because he just gets his new contract. He's going to be dependent on to be the guy this year. So it'll be a big Who's year for him. Backup. Yaroslav Halak. Oh, Yaroslav Halak. Okay. Yeah. Um, from Boston. Yes. So, um, so I, I put the Canucks at three and then, uh, uh, I think we both have the Oilers at one, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Okay. So what, no, uh, at... gold, golden Knights are at one. Yeah. And then oh, sorry. Uh, so sorry. Edmonton at two. Uh, sorry. I have, I have Edmonton at yeah. two and then the golden Knights at one. Um, can't go. I, I, the, Edmonton's another, okay. Make fun of the Leafs all you want. Edmonton hasn't won a real playoff game since 2017. Yep. So, I mean, key addition, Zach Hyman. We know he's a good player. Do I think he's overpaid? A little bit, but he's a good player. Eric Ryan, Duncan Keith, and and our favorite player, 
Cody Cece. <laughs> Cody Cece, and they gave they gave him four years, and they gave Tyson Berry three years, which I, I don't know why you're trying to build the Leafs' 2019-20 uh, 20, uh, defense core. Yep. Um, that, that core was garbage, but that was, was our so core, bad. and we got to be proud of it. Yeah, it was so good that it got knocked out by defensive Columbus. <laughs> yep, great. Um, Duncan Keith, uh, make fun of they him lose. as he will, but he'll I think he'll help out. Darnell Nurse they, with the new big contracts. Yep. Uh, they lose Ethan Bear, James Neal, Adam Larson, Caleb Jones, and then a couple other players okay, too. Here's, so. here's something confusing, and I, 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 I hope that we, I hope that one day we're allowed to have like we're able to have fans from other teams like yelling at us and stuff. Why did Edmonton all of a sudden hate Ethan Bear? Like he was a really good defenseman. He was a really good right-handed good offensively minded guy. why did they all of a sudden go you know what i don't like you he, anymore he was also very young he, yeah which is did also he get, did he get an extension in uh in carolina in, i think in carolina i think, I think so. he might have because i know they got him for warren fogel who's okay but like yeah he's not he's nothing no he, he hasn't he has not gotten an extension oh, okay from carolina so he's young i don't understand why you get rid of him he looked like a promising young player I think he was played too high in the lineup. I think he was a second pair. So I don't know why they get rid of him. I, there's a lot of teams that get rid of good players that I just don't understand why. And Carolina is one of them. We'll talk about that a bit later. But I don't know. Uh, but I think Edmonton Oilers will like ru- easily get second place in this uh, division because it's relatively bad. Like This division isn't very good. Um, it's so- the worst one, arguably. Well, I don't know. The Central Division, we'll get to that in a bit, but like it's Central's doesn't look too great either. But um, yeah. So, so, Edmonton the, Oilers, so is the Western Conference just bad now? Out of nowhere? Uh, well, okay. We'll talk about the whole Western yeah, Conference yeah, after yeah, yeah. after the two divisions. But uh, Edmonton Oilers, they have Dry Settle, they have Connor McDavid. They should make the playoffs and they should go further than the first round in the playoffs. So. And here and come the, the jinxes. obvious, <laughs> the obvious, and most likely the most like complete team is the Vegas Golden Knights. I think they're going to go first in the Pacific Division, um, and I think they're going to go relatively far. Um, mm-hmm. They got rid of Mark Andre Fleury, Ryan Reeves, Cody Glass. They bring in Laurent Brossois as their backup goalie, Nolan Patrick, Brent Howden, and then Evgeny Dadanov. So. Somewhat um, of addition by subtraction. Yeah. Um, Robin, big Robin Leonard fan right here. Um, I think he's a, I, I think that he's a really good goalie and I, 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 I appreciate him when he decides to speak out and call out the NHL on their, on their, you know, bad rules because, because when he did that, when he did that and, and someone was like, Oh, so shocking. I'm like, if there was one person in the league to call out the NHL, it was going to be Robin Leonard. Yeah. It was really going to be. And I think that, I think that's Robin Leonard's job now in the PA is to, is to call out the NHL vocally and just be like, you suck. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because I, I expect like more players to stand up, but he's doing what he's doing. And I think he's going to make the league a better place because of it. How I see it is like, it always, it's always like, it's always like a picture it this way. When, when there's a question in class and no one raises their hand and everyone's just looking, and then one person just raises their hand, and then everyone raises their hand. Yep. You know, 
yeah. think that's what that's what kind of happens in situations with Robin Leonard, where he knows, okay, if I if I'm the one, if I start it, then I'll get a lot of other people to join me. So that's yeah. that's but you know, moving on from that, it's not, not, not the point of this, but Robin Leonard is uh solid. Lauren Swat was a great backup. He's yeah, he was um, a good backup from uh, what, the Jets. Yeah, from the Jets. Yeah. Um Petrangelo, even though even though Vegas lost to Montreal, I thought he was the best player in that series. Yep. Martinez is great. Shea Theodore is great. Um uh Braden McNabb solid. And then and then let's get to our to their four words. Mark Stone's a a, an animal max patch we'll see he's not it's not great anymore yeah william carlson's that. always great marcia so's great like just go down the list they're so yeah. good they're so deep and uh and you know what i i this this team's this team's always great and it's and i don't see them stopping even after this year and i think they, them and colorado are going to be in the conference finals because those two teams are destined to meet again i hope i really hope so yeah. Um, okay. So moving on to the central division, I have um, the Arizona Coyotes in eighth because the Coyotes, they're not very good and um, they don't really have anything to brag about. They basically have half of the um, Vancouver Canucks team and then they got rid of a bunch of players. And um, yeah. Uh, I, I have the same they're, thing. Arizona developing. Arizona. Arizona's they're developing. They're developing. They don't have an arena after 2021-2022. So wait. But I'm just I'm confused with this team. I hope yeah. everything turns out, but I hope everything doesn't go too well. So Austin Matthews goes there. Um that's the only thing I'm... I just want them to get moved to Quebec. Me, and me too. Me call too. it a day. So I just a, I I had a really uh, I had an interesting conversation um with uh with uh, a couple of junior players when I was doing the uh, the OJHL Oakville Blades game. So the so the Coyotes relaxed their dress code, yeah. Uh, recently, um, to have it basically like you show up wearing whatever you want, whereas you know normal hockey hockey more players like finish. it's gonna be more like the NBA, where uh, they just yeah. show up with whatever. And so, but right now, and how it's been for a while is you know you show up in suits. It's a business trip. It's what it's it's that. And I had a conversation with a couple of players on that team being like, so, so I heard about, so I heard about this. Like, are you, do you guys, do you guys care? He's like, do you guys care? Do you guys really want to have, um, you know, Drew hoodies and, you know, thrasher sweaters calling it? He's like, you know what? We, we don't care. We really don't, we really don't care. I don't think it's not that big of a deal. Now I know some people probably think it's different, but, uh, but th- those guys thought that it wasn't that big of a deal. I'm sure there are players that really want to have it like the NBA. Yeah, because, okay, so with the suits, you're all kind of uniform, and it's kind of like a uniform where you're all united, you're all wearing the same thing. And, that's and then once like once you bring the individuality thing, it's more of everyone has their own style, which I like that because I just like the people to be, like the players in the NHL to be more entertaining and just be more of themselves because we don't get that a lot in the NHL. And compared to the NBA. So like, I, I don't hate it, but like the whole suit thing, like if I was a player, I, if you're doing this since like you're 16, 17, where you wear a suit to every single game, um, I think the most players don't really care what outfit they yeah. wear, but some of the bigger players, I think like Matthews, he was saying that yeah, yeah. he wants to have a bit more freedom than um, I think it would be more fun to just see the person's character. And it's also, I think in Matthew's case, he'll get like, he'll get a Drew sponsorship. He'll get a whatever sponsorship. Yeah. yeah, So my, (laughs) uh, 
it, it's just i i was brought up in a, in a in a sort of way where it's like you know this is a business trip you dress you dress to look professional because this is this is what it is so that's why that's why i'm, I'm really i'm really you know courteous to the suits i like i like them showing up in one but you know what if it happens i'll i'll be fine with it it's not yeah it's not a big deal um, um all right number seven the nashville predators i have them in number seven hmm. um i you know what i didn't prepare a list so i'm just gonna say it i am not the biggest fan of the st louis blues i have the st louis blues as number six so yeah. six is blues and seven is preds. I'll probably um, flip flop and be like, and have the, so, the preds at six then. Yeah. So for predators, I don't like them because they lose um, uh, Ron Ellis, Victor Arvidsson, uh, Pekarine. He retires. Eric Grunderson. Jesus Christ. Uh, Brad Richardson. They bring in Cody Glass, Philippe Myers, and David Riddich as their goalies. Um Soros is a good goalie, so I don't think their goaltending is going to fall off that much. But they're just—they made the playoffs last year, but they probably shouldn't have been a playoff team. But they, they made the playoffs. Not. They should have sold uh, at the trade deadline, but they kept it and finished uh, or had a first round exit versus the Carolina Hurricanes. So I don't see them going anywhere. I think they're rebuilding. Um, I think they have a bunch of contracts there that aren't worth the money. Uh, Duchesne brutal contract. I think he had like 15, 15 or 20 points for a $9 million contract. Not, not good enough. Um, and here's, and here's another thing. Philip Forsberg is a UFA at the end of this year. So look to him to, to be traded at the deadline. So we'll, we'll, yeah, it's, I think they're not making the playoffs this year. Last year was kind of a fluke and they shouldn't have made it. I think if the stars, Dallas stars were healthy last year and didn't yeah. get destroyed by COVID, they would have made the playoffs before mm-hmm. the Nashville Predators. And then um, my, my seven is, is St. Louis and my six is Nashville. Um, just, I, they, they don't scare me and yep. at all. And um, Jordan Bennington, I think is the most overrated goalie in the entire NHL. I am just expecting Bennington just fall off a cliff one of these days because we talked about this before I think before the playoffs like like a couple of months ago we looked at his stats every year they've been going down and yeah. he has a big contract and he wants to just last year he was just fighting everyone for some reason so made you flinch that yeah, made you flinch um also the whole Tarasenko thing is kind of floating above the team he requested a trade. He's unhealthy. He's unhappy how the team handled uh, the team handled his uh, shoulder surgery, and I think it was arm, like shoulder and leg or something like that, um, or shoulder and wrist. So I think that's going to be a distracting point of the season, and um, I don't see this team going anywhere. So, all right, and who is your five? My five is Chicago. My they... five is also Chicago. <laughs> um, they bring in Seth Jones, Mark Andre Fleury, steal absolute steal from Vegas, um, Tyler Johnson, uh, and then Kali- Jesus Christ. Who they Who? bring in Seth Jones's brother, Caleb Jones, 
Oh. Um, and then they get rid of Duncan Keith, which was old, Nikita Zadorov, Pierce Sutter, and then Adam Boquist. Um, um, and then also they add uh, Jonathan Tapes is back. So that's good for him. And um, yeah. So uh, Jonathan Taves being back is obviously great. I have no idea how he's going to perform, though, after being gone for this time. Uh, Patrick Kane's still good. Alex Debrinkat's always uh, is still I good, too. put them at five because literally any team with Marc-Andre Fleury, that's no winning Marc-Andre Fleury. Don't you has, forget it. Has a, has a chance at winning. They have Taves still. No, not Taves. Um, Patrick Kane still there. He's he's been He was pretty good last year. Uh, Seth Jones is a stable defenseman. He's good there. So I think um, they'll be able to put together a couple wins and put something up in this division. I don't see them making the playoffs. Me neither. All right. Next one. Number four. Uh, number four. I have the Minnesota wild. They. Number, uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I think that Arizona. Uh, yeah. Minnesota wild. They're a number four. Um Notable off-season roster additions. They have uh, Jordy Ben, John Merrill, uh, Freddie Gochi, Frederick Gauthier, Freddie the Goat, He's Dmitry the goat. Kulikov. They lose Parise and Sutter, uh, and then a couple other players. Um, Kirill Kaprizov signs again, so that's going to be fun because he won the Calder, and um, and he's back this year. So I. I... I disagree with four because my four is the Winnipeg Jets. Um, okay, so let's just talk about Minnesota. That all right? All right. So, so, so Minnesota. Minnesota think, um, I think they should be much higher on your list. Just I, okay. Just okay. We'll, we'll get to the thing. Uh, we'll get to the Winnipeg Jets in a second. Um, number three. Do you want to say anything about Minnesota? Like, what do you have to say about Well, okay, so what I have to say about Minnesota is, like, I have them at my two. Like, I think they're – I think they're that good. And I have the Jets – and I have the Jets at my four because I think that – I think they're, again, a middle-of-the-pack team in that division. Um, Mark Scheifele still suspended one game, which I think is hilarious. That's pretty funny. And just they're – they didn't make many changes. They got Nate Schmidt. Okay. Like they just, they didn't change this team. And I don't, and this team, this team was looking terrible heading into the playoffs. And then somehow they swept the Oilers. I'm just not as high. The, the Winnipeg I Jets think, have to win me over. That's what they, they have to win me over. So for me, I have the Jets as second in the division. You're nuts. Okay. So first of all, they had a top, like top 10 offense or whatever last year. I'm not sure, but they had really their offense was good. They had three lines that just running the entire they could run the entire time. They lose Appleton and uh, and Pullman, but they still have a Vesna caliber goalie. They rebuilt their defense. Brandon Dillon, Nate Schmidt, Reef. They fixed their defense. They have a proper defense now, and their top two lines are great, and their third and fourth line are good too. So, I think that they're better than. Uh, the Minnesota Wild and the Dallas Stars. So I have the Jets above the Stars and Wild. So who's at your three? Is Dallas at your three? Star- yeah. So the Dallas Stars are my three. Mine uh, too. 
they had uh, Ryan Sutter, Brandon Holtby, Jamie, uh, Janie Hakapov. Um, they lose a couple players, but like I don't see that as a big deal. They don't really lose anyone significant. Da- Jamie Alexiak was a good defenseman that the Leafs wanted, which they lose. But uh, after recovering from the winter storm, COVID outbreak, and the long list of injuries, I think they're going to be back. Uh, Tyler Sega and Jamie Ben, they're n- n- two superstars in this league and they're going to be good, but I don't think they have enough to take on the Jets just because of goaltending. I think the... another, another thing I always like, I, another thing that I really like about the stars is Nick Robertson's brother, Jason, who was in, who was in the running with uh, yeah, yeah. Kaprizov for the Calder. He, yeah. I think he's going to have a good year. Uh, Dennis Gurianov is always someone that I've, that I've really liked. Um, Alex Radulov is always very underrated, even though he's in the last year of his contract. Uh, Joe Pavelski is looking for one yet last kick at the can. And like you said, Sagan and bet Sagan also didn't play a lot last year. Yeah. So I think he's really looking to prove himself and they have all of their draft picks. I wonder what that's like. Yeah. Okay. So I have number two, I have the jets. We talked about the jets. I like their addition. They rebuilt their defense. Uh, who do you have? I have the Minnesota wild, which I don't see that happening. I, I think the Jets are better than Minnesota Wild because of goaltending and they're just all around construction. But what do you have to say about the Minnesota What I have Wild? to say about it is because this is the year that Minnesota has to go for it because the next three, they are screwed to the bone. Mm-hmm. Absolutely screwed. So they have to, have to, have to for- go all out this year. For those that don't know, it's because the Suter and uh, the, Sutter. Yeah. Sutter contract, they both um, kick in in the for the next three years, so they have fifteen million dollars of dead cap sitting mm-hmm. on their books. So they have to go this year, and um, yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. This Minnesota's so that, gonna be a fun team, but I don't think they're gonna be top two in the in this division. See, the reason I have them at top two is because everyone knows, like Krill knows. Matt Zuccarello knows this is the year that we have to do something because yeah. next yeah. year we're bowed. Yeah. <laughs> Actually bowed. Yeah. Um, and uh, I have number one. You also have number one. We have the Colorado Avalanche. Um, obviously the best team in this division by far. Um, I, I there's, there isn't much I want to say about, I have to say about the Colorado Avalanche other than uh, other than what I'm going to say is this is it. This is it. If you um, cannot, if you cannot break through your barrier, you're in a world of hurt. Darcy Kemper's a UFA. You got to figure out your goaltending. Pavel Francouz is a UFA. You got to figure out your backup goaltender. Um, uh, who, who else? Uh, Andre Burakovsky, UFA. Nazem Kadri, UFA. Valerie Nechushkin, UFA. You burned another year of Nathan of Nathan McKinnon's banger of a contract, which after next year is is over. This is it. Yeah, this is yeah, all so, you've got. Yeah. So that was the Western Conference we talked about. I think the two teams coming out of the Western Conference is Golden Knights and Avalanche. I think they're just the best two teams in this in this conference, mm-hmm. and that's going to be this uh, the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. All right, over to the Metro. Metropolitan Division. Um, we have number eight. I have the Devils for obvious reasons. As do I. 
because they're a young team. They did add Dougie Hamilton. I don't expect them to do much, though. They have Hughes there. They have the other Hughes there. They have both the Hughes brothers there. So um, And Jimmy VC. Don't, don't forget and, Jimmy VC. Yeah, and Jimmy VC. He somehow <laughs> still gets a contract after that the showing that he did in uh, All or Nothing in, in the Leafs thing. I guess he likes it there. He, I think he's from there, so good for him. Right. Um, Maybe. Can, can, I say, can I say something else? Yo, Andreas Janssen sucks. Like, yep. oh my god, he sucks. We should have moved him a year before we signed that like, contract. They, we should have moved him before that contract. Wow. We like, should have done a sign-in trade, and we should have got rid of him. Thank God. But thank God they were do? able to get rid of him with no salary retained. Like, he's, yeah. he sucks. All right, all right. Number seven. Number seven is gonna go to wow, this division's so hard. Um, I have the blue seven. jackets. You have the blue jackets? Yeah. Um goaltending wise, they're okay. They don't they lost a lot of players up front. Um, I think Patrick Line is gonna be up. He's gonna perform this year. I saw a couple highlights from the preseason. He looks good. Um they're going to be constructed like a John Tortorello team, so they're going to have good defense. So I see them like winning a couple games, but not being like they, they're not making the playoffs. They don't have any star power. They're going to be developing young, young, um, young players, and uh, we'll go from there, I guess. Um, I, I hope they're not designed like a Tortorello team because he's not the coach there anymore. No, no, no. I, I don't think they're going to design. I think they're still going to have – it's going to be a, like they're going to use – like they're going to use a lot of elements from Tortorello because you don't like it's been it's it's only been one year so you don't you can't just lose your complete identity within one year between one coach I so mean, that, that, that's what that's I mean that's a very good point um you know I, I'll agree with you here on on Columbus I I, I want I want Patrick Liner to succeed but unfortunately he he just can't ever succeed yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, i think he's gonna get traded at the trade deadline so that's that they're gonna get a hey, bunch of if picks someone wants to that, suck so. if someone wants to suck back seven uh 75 percent of his salary uh i know i know a team that would really really like him on their power play <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening but literally um, just for the power play no defense okay no, who's <laughs> just power who's, play. who's your number uh seven uh not my number seven uh uh, my number seven is, is Columbus also. Uh, I, I'm going to agree with you on that one. My six, I'll go with the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, Philly exact has same not, lineup I have. Uh, Philly has not proved anything to me. I had them. I was high on them last year, and they proved me wrong. Um, Carter Hart was really bad last year. Um, I know Ryan Ellis is a very good defenseman. I get it. I, I, I need to see it. Keith Yandel is, like, trudging out a 35 trying to – Show us he's still good. Provorov is young, I get it, but just I'm and their forward core is just very, very old, very, yeah. very you know seasoned. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just I'm not I'm not I'm not high on the Flyers this year because they proved me wrong last year because yeah. I was very high on them last year. Um, and number five, I have the New York Rangers. Um, I think. They're gonna be. They're not gonna make the playoffs this year. This is still too early. I think um, a couple of teams are better than them. Um, I think that the Capitals broke them uh, since last year, so I don't think they're going to be able to do anything. Gerard Gallant is cap uh, is coach. Ryan Reeves, uh, Barkley Goodrow, and Sammy Blaze. 
Um, so good for them. They do lose Jack Johnson, Brandon Smith, um, and Pavel Buchnevich, which isn't really a thing. I think they're going to see a, hopefully they take a, uh, their young players take a big step. Capocaco, um, Lafreniere, and uh, who was their other? Yeah, Capo, Lafreniere, and then uh, they have Some, someone else, who, someone else whose name is escaping me as well. Artemi Panarin is uh, he's good. Um, Mika Zabanajad got a large contract. Good Adam for him. Fox, I, lo- I love Mika Zabanajad. Yeah, Adam Fox is uh, a Norris winner. Norris winner. So hopefully he has a good year again. So I think uh, their real build is going strong and steady, but I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs just yet. My number five is the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, is this the year? Is this the year? Okay, for all of you being like Crosby, Crosby, Cros- I know Crosby I know. and Malkin. Crosby Malkin's and Malkin. I know, I know, I know. Here, here's, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, Sidney Crosby, still arguably greatest player in the game right now. I'm looking down this ro- this roster, and I'm saying, who does he have to set up? Like he's got, like Jeff Carter Kapanen. was okay in the playoffs last year. Kapanen. Uh, Kapitan's pretty good. Jason Jason Zucker, yes, can can be good. Jake Ensel can be good. Brian Rust, Br- Brian Rust is a very much a give or take kind of player. He's just there's there's something about him. There's just like he could be hot and cold. And their defense, their defense is suspect to say the least. Chris Letang's in the last year of a of a contract of a seven two five million dollar contract, and he has not looked good in the past couple of years. Mike Matheson's is not that great. John Marino's not great. Brian Dumoulin's okay. Marcus Peterson's okay. Uh, Ruido, Freeman, like they're okay. And then we get to the net. Well, okay, so they lost that series because of their goalies. There was two games in overtime where the goalies were, it was their fault. The first one was the, uh, wait, the Smith, Jari. I think, or Jari. One of them went behind the net with the puck, and instead of passing the puck to a player or just leaving it, he passes it to the center and just goes it. Like it's, that was Jari. It's, yeah, it's not good. It, it, it didn't look good. It wasn't good. So that sucks for them. Um, I- the biggest reason that I have for the Pittsburgh being being my fifth team is because of their goaltending. Because I do after last year, after last playoffs, how can you trust Tristan Jari at all? Yeah, yeah, that's you a good point. Cannot. Yeah. Um, so that's I have Pittsburgh at my five, and that's the reason why. Um, number so, four. Uh, mine, sorry, num- my number four is the Penguins. Uh, okay, Wait, were so you, my number, oh, okay. Well, you are five. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm at the number four was the penguins. I co- completely agree with yours, but I think they're better than the Rangers flyers, devils and jacket, uh, the devils and the blue jackets. So that's just, they're going to make the playoffs because they're better than every other team on that list. Uh, my number four is the Rangers and I have them coming in as a wild card team. Cause I think this will finally be the year where they effing do this and, and bring rebuild their young finally. Court. And they bring their young core together. You know, Artemi Panarin, okay, Artemi Panarin, uh, hot take, has not lived up to his contract. Has not. Not at all. He, That's they, a bit, a bit. they have not made the playoffs that. once during his contract. Okay, so first of all, when he signed that contract, it was that year 
or the year previously where they sent that letter to the team saying that they're rebuilding, no? Uh, you're on the right track. I don't know if it was the year before or, or that year, but you're you're right. That, that was right. So, like, I can't really blame them that they didn't make the playoffs because the, literally the entire team's like, yes, we're rebuilding. So, like, you can't blame him for that. But he did put up a lot of points. I think he was almost a point-of-game player last year. Let me just do... I results to me are are what makes it and the fact that you haven't made the playoffs once to me is a reason why and their their core is so good chris Kreider's great mika's management i just said i love ryan strom is good barkley gudra we saw is a playoff killer and apparently an assistant okay. captain one of ten thousand. i disagree with you i think he lived up to his contract okay okay in 2019 2020 69 games nice. 95 points that's a lot. Last year, 42 games, 58 points. All right, so I might eat shit on that one. Okay, okay. I might eat shit on that one. However, he's my results... A more, he's a point, more than a point per game player. Okay, so I eat shit on that one. However, what I'm going to say <laughs> is when you're making that much money, you should be making the playoffs, and you haven't. So so you're not a playoff guy. You're not a playoff guy. You're not, you're not Rebuilding good. team, I, that, was I, I, that was a bad take. That was a very that bad was take. a really bad take. That was a very bad take. Okay, I'm going um, to eat my words on that one. I'll eat my yeah. words on that one. Okay, so it's not that he has lived up to his contract. Okay, so I'll, I'll, re, I'll go back. You're right. You're right. That was a bad take. It's not that he hasn't lived up. I think the team hasn't lived up to their own expectations. And I'm sorry. So – you I play in New York. Point. You got to yeah. be a big team. You got to be a big yeah. team. Okay. So first of all, they're, I don't even know who they're before Gerard Gallant. Who was their coach? Uh, who knows? Who cares? I, I don't know. And Whoever I think the guy was, big... was who got fired after the, after the Washington game. Yeah. Um, I think there was a coaching problem there. Capocacco was playing on the fourth line. Lafreniere wasn't. I think he was also on, playing on the third line. I think there was a coaching issue there. I think with uh, Gerard Gallant getting in there, uh, they're going to be a lot better and their players are going to be put in a position to succeed. Okay. Who's your three? My three is the Washington Capitals. My three is the New York Islanders. The reason I have the Islanders at three is because they're not a regular season team. They are a playoff team. Yes, but arguably the Islanders are the best team in this division. Which is why I have the bottom. You're right, but they always prove it in the playoffs. The Washington okay, so, Capitals are always a great regular season team. They always win in the regular season. Okay, so this is my top four. I have Islanders number one, Hurricanes number two, Capitals number three, Penguins number four. Who? What does your lineup look like? Uh, mine is the do uh, Hurricanes, Capitals, um Islanders and what is it, Rangers. Um, okay, that's very interesting. I think the Hurricanes are like regular season wise. I think I think the Islanders are better than the Hurricanes. That's just my thing, and um, I think See, they're gonna be thing. Just get their. Well, better that's why. Just... That's why I. Pick, that's why I have the Islanders at three. I didn't have the Islanders missing the playoffs. I'm not that stupid. Yeah, yeah, but, I know, I know, but just but, I. Like I said, the Islanders are not a regular season team. They are a playoff team. That is a good point. Which is but... why I which is why I have them, yes, making the playoffs, but not as the best team in their division. They always will succeed and prove us all wrong every single year in the playoffs. They always go under the radar in the 
excuse me, they go under the radar in the regular season and then bang playoffs. They're score, they're playing great, scoring, defending, and doing yeah. all this stuff and making John Tavares look like an asshole. Yeah. You know? Um, I actually just took a look at the Carolina Hurricanes like additions or I have them placing second, but I think I should have probably looked over um, the additions before finishing this list because I am not very sure about their goaltending additions, Freddie Gauthier and anti Ranta. If they're both healthy, read that name one more time. Anti Ranta. The, The name before. Oh, Freddie, uh, Freddie Anderson. My bad. You said Freddie Gauthier. <laughs> Freddie, it's Freddie Anderson um, and Antiranta. Uh, they do add Yeshi uh, uh, Kakaniemi and Ethan Bear, so good for them. Uh, they do lose Dougie Hamilton, Alex Ndelkovic, Peter Mrazek, and Jamie, okay. James Reimer. Oh, so they lose Ndelkovic. three oh, goalies. I about the Delkovic, that hurts. They lose three goalies. They bring in two ones. Two goalies that... Uh, anti Ranto, he was good last year in Arizona, or like, yeah, he was good last year, but he is injury prone. Freddie Anderson is also injury prone. The Great Dane is going to Carolina. I don't know goaltending wise. If their goaltending is good, then they'll they'll be good. But I don't know if that will be able to hold up. So I could see I could see Washington because Washington always does so well in the play and the like. Washington was. I believe Washington was first in their division last year. They were either first or they were either first or second. They're always so good in the regular season, and then you know we get to, and then we get to the playoffs. And then there was, the, but obviously there was the one year they made the play. They they won yeah. the cup, so I'm not going to judge them on that. But in recent years, like it hasn't, like they haven't won a playoff round since they won the cup. Yeah. So that's why I have. So I'm still going to stick with my list. I have Carolina. So Carolina one, Washington two, Islanders three. Rangers four, Pittsburgh five, Philly six, uh, Columbus seven, and New Jersey eight. Yeah. Okay. We'll see how that, well, like that, uh, the Metropolitan Division shakes up. But moving on to Atlantic Division. Um, uh-huh. Let's go. Let's just, uh, yeah. Okay. We all know what the bottom team is. It's going to be the Sabres because they literally have no one playing. Jack Eichel is. He's not playing, I guess. I don't know. It, they they don't have anybody, basically. Anyone that's like thing. Aaron Dell and Craig Anderson are their goalies. Everyone else is a nobody. That's not even worth mentioning. So, yeah. First I'm, overall I'm, pick, Buffalo. Hey, Shane Wright looks amazing after, from the from the stuff I've seen from him in the OHL. He looks unbelievable. So I hope that I hope they get it. I really do. Yeah. But um, I mean, um, you know what. But like, uh, do you even if you're a first round pick, do you even want to go to Buffalo? Like, you don't want to, but you have okay, to. Okay, so I have number eight Sabers. Um, number seven, I have the Detroit Red Wings. They bring in uh, Alex Ndelkovic, their goalie of the future. Um, they also add a couple players. I think there's gonna be another developing year. I think they're gonna trade off all their players that. Um, all the players that have one year left, like uh, contracts left, or this is their last year. I think they're going to trade out the trade deadline. I think they're just going to bring in their young players and develop the young players to see, and they will be better than Sabres. What's so unfortunate for the Red Wings, the Metro, the, sorry, the Atlantic is so good that they just can't move up in this. They can't move up in this rebuild, which yep. is unfortunate for them. <clears throat> yep. So, 
I have them at seven two, just because this okay, sorry. this division is so can you good. Just back up. Your face is just in all full frame. There you go. There you go. Okay. They're, they're, they're you can move your mic closer, but yeah, it's just no, you were I like my, I thought my mic was getting like fuzzy and stuff. No, I'm no, looking, no, sorry, I'm looking at my computer. One second. All right, so it's just the the division, like I was saying, so good that their that their rebuild, you know, has to. They still need more just because it's so good and so deep. All right, who's your yeah. six? I have the Ottawa Senators. Um, they were a feisty team last year. They were in every game, and um, if they have just literally half a percent better goaltending from Matt Murray. And Anton and uh, who's their other goalie? Anton, Anton Forsberg. Forsberg. If their goaltending is literally just a half a centimeter, half a um, percentage higher, then I think they're going to be like good in this thing, and they're going to be they're going to be in every game. They're going to be feisty, and they're not going to be fun to play against. Yes. Um. Brady Kachuk's not playing the first week. I'm just going to say it right now. Yes, he's. Like okay, so this changes if uh the if he doesn't sign with them, if Brady doesn't sign with them, then I say they could drop lower than the Red Wings, but I think he's gonna hold out for at least like I think maximum a month. I um, want this. I know I want this to go Nylander length. I want this to go Nylander length. December first. December first. So we literally have something to talk about. Why not? Why not? Like that's I I I need that to happen because of because of what happened to the Leafs that year. So I want that right now. I don't think it's going to go that far. I, think I don't the, think it will either, but I just want it. I think the um, Ottawa Senators are going to cave. I have, I also have them at the six spot. So number five is the Montreal Canadiens. I also have the Canadiens at number five. For obvious reasons. Okay. Carrie Price is gone. Um, Corey Perry's gone. Shea Weber's injured. Philip Deneau's gone. Uh, Eric Stahl's gone. Uh, Yessi Kokaniami, he's also gone. Eric Gustafson's gone. Um, they do bring in a couple of players like Mike Hoffman, Chris Weideman, Sammy Niku. Um, so, like, their young four, young cores are going to have to take a step this year. Um, Cole Caulfield will get a full 82 game season with him. That but will be fun, but also terrifying to watch. Or as a Leafs, as a Leafs fan, yes, it's gonna be terrifying. But Deneau, Perry Stall, those are big losses. We talked about how uh, Paul Byron's also injured. Shea Weber's injured. Carey Price take a personal leave of absence. So I think missing those core and that like that, it's gonna be a passing of the torch year from the like the old core, old guard to the new guard. But I think for the most part, the these losses are too big to overcome. All right. So number four, who do you have? I have the Boston Bruins. I also have the Boston Bruins. Jesus. Okay. Um, they have uh, Nick Foligno, Eric Halla, Derek Forbert, um, Linus Allmark as their backup. Um, one issue that they do lose is uh, uh, Rask. he's out injured, he's unsigned yet, so he is gonna be back. I think they're gonna do the Kucherov thing where they bring him back, they rehabilitate him till like January, February. I don't think they back. can because he's not on the team, he's not, he doesn't have a contract. 
Yes, but he's going to rehabilitate on his own and then come back whenever he's ready. If they do that, I'm going to be so pissed. Like, it's going to be such a Boston thing. Boston also has Taylor Hall to bring in, like, 30 goals or so. So that's going to be, for Frick's sakes, they end up with they end up with uh, Nick Foligno and Taylor Hall uh, no. at the, from what last year was um, thing. So I think they're going to be good. I think their top line is going to drop off slightly. They're still going to be a scoring threat, but I don't think they'll be as dangerous as they used to be. But I don't think people are talking them. about how much of a, of a loss David Krejci is. David Krejci, yeah. They also lose Kasha, Nick Ritchie. So we have a bunch of these goddamn Sorry, players. On who did they lose team. again? Who did they lose again? Nick Ritchie. No, Nick Ritchie and uh, Andre Kasha. Who did they play for? The Leafs, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Now you know what it's... Okay, I want Nick Ritchie and Andre Kasha to score fucking overtime winners every single day against the Bruins just to know what it's like to have a former Bruin screw over you. So for That's number... Number three in the division, I have the Panthers. Oh, I have the Leafs. So I have the Panthers just because we don't really know what they are. Um, they had a magical run last year. They do sign a couple of um, players. Um, Sam Reihard, Joe Thornton, he's going to, to, to the beach. Uh, they lose Keith Yandel, um, Chris Drieger, and Anton Strollman. Um, they have um, Aaron Ekblad is back from injury. Um, Bobrovsky is the big question mark. Spencer Knight and Bobrovsky, Bobrovsky. are their two goalies. If Bobrovsky has a back bounce back season, uh, I, I see them winning this division, but he's such a fluke. And also having Spencer Knight as such a young player, I don't think he can carry a team 82 games and, Sergei uh, Bobrovsky, I don't know if he can, if he's going to able to perform under, um, perform like a Vesna caliber goalie. So here's the thing about the Florida Panthers. You talk okay, about so them having. Where do you, where do you have Florida? I Panthers? had them at two. Okay. I have them at two. I have the Leafs at three. I assume, do you have the Leafs at, at, at two? Yeah, I have the Leafs okay. at two. So we'll get to the Leafs in a bit. Um, so here's the thing about the Florida Panthers. They had this magical run. They weren't in a great division. They lost in the first round. Yada, yada, yada. I watched highlights of the Florida Panthers and went, this team is absolutely in sync and plays so well together. You can have a yeah. group of guys that don't. A perfect example, the 2018 Vegas Golden Knights. They were not great on paper at all. Yeah. They, they synced up together. Yeah. They played well together as a cohesive unit, and that's what brought them to the Stanley Cup. And I the think Florida the Panthers, Panthers have good, uh, good coaching with um, very good coaching with uh, Quenville. Yeah, um, the Florida Panthers have exactly that. They have a great cohesive unit that they're adding Sam Reinhart to. Sam Reinhart's not a bum at all. Yeah, um, and uh, they just locked up their captain, Alex Barkov, who I love to a huge, huge, huge contract. He's joining, he's joining the $10 million club. Um, well-deserved. Well-deserved. Anthony Duclair was great last year for them. Sam Bennett is underrated as hell. Yeah. Uh, uh, Patrick Hornquist isn't the greatest. Jonathan Huberto, I think, is, is extreme. Everyone on this team is very underrated just because they play in – just because they play in Florida. Yeah. Like that, just because they play because yeah. Jonathan Hoover does great too. Aaron Ekblad is underrated as well. Uh, Brandon and, Montour is okay. Mackenzie Weegar have, is very good. 
And they also, we no, Mackenzie Weger is, oh yeah, he's, I thought that was the, sorry. Uh, I thought you were saying Drieger. Um, and they also have, who's that old Penguins player that got thing? That moved uh, there? I um, think that's Patrick Hornquist. Yeah, Patrick, they also have Patrick Hornquist there. So it's going to be interesting to see how this shakes up, but. Um, I have them as number two and I have. I, I have them as number three. Yeah. And, and moving on to the Leafs. Or do you want to do Tampa and then the Leafs? You know what? Let's do Tampa and then the Leafs. Okay, so Tampa, so both of on. us, both of us, we have um, them as going number one. They're just disgusting. They're always going to be good. They're going to come in and um, replace literally the lines that they lost with um, Zach. No, sorry. So they bring in Corey Perry, Zach Bogosian, um, Brian Elliott. They lose Tyler Johnson, Yanni Gord, Blake Coleman. Uh, Barclay Goudreau, David Savard, Luke Shen, and Curtis McElhaney. Um, so they lost a lot of players, but as we know, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they'll just be like, oh, here, here's just random players that you've never heard of in our division that have signed for a million dollars and they'll be good yeah. again. So yeah, they're still they the best team in the division. They're, Vesna, they're... Vesna yeah. caliber goalie. Uh, Norris caliber defenseman, Victor Hedman, Andre Vasilevsky, Nikita Kucherov is going to be full year, Brandon Point, full year, uh, Braden Point, and then Steven Samkos, hopefully healthy and uh, back on it. And but here's another thing that I have to say back about also. the... Uh... And Kerry Sorry, per- sorry. Uh, and, uh, can I... And, um, uh... and Corey Perry. Just, yeah, sorry, sorry. Can't beat right. him, join him, Corey Perry. No. Yeah, we're uh we're we're lagging, we're lagging. That's it's just oh, fine. Okay. It's, it's yeah, Zoom, yeah, yeah. it's all good. It's yeah, all good. Yeah. Um, um, what I have to say about the Lightning is this is their last, 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 last year to really have have a deep run because next year, Kucherov nine point five, Stamkos nine eight point five, uh, Brain Point nine point five, uh, Victor Hedman seven point eight seven five, and then Vasilevsky nine point five. This, I think, is their last year to really have a, their deep, deep, deep run before those big, big contracts. Do you think uh, they can trip, like, th- three-peat? There's definitely a possibility. There's definitely okay. a possibility for, for a three-peat in this, with this team. Yeah. They're always, um, they're, they're always that good. Will they be as good as last year? Hell no. No one's going to be as good as last year. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving on. Final team. Se- final season preview. Um the Toronto Maple Leafs, they, um, yeah. This, uh, um, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Okay, let's start with the new additions. We have, um, one second, let me just pull up my notes. Um, new additions, Peter Morazic, Nick Ritchie, Andre Kasha, Michael Bunting, David Kampf. So we basically bring in a line from Boston. Michael Bunting is great. We've from pre if he plays like preseason, he's great. I love him. Michael Bunting, number one fan. Um, some off-season subtractions. We lose Zach Hyman, Joe Thornton, Nick Felino, Zach Bogosian, Alex Galchenyuk. And apparently Alex Galchenyuk signed for less money than the Leafs offered him to stay in Toronto. Like I I, I think he thought that he was worth more than he actually was. That's just and I, I didn't hate him here personally. Yeah, I didn't yeah. hate him here. Um, um, I've also heard nothing but amazing things about David Kampf and how, like, uh, Keith says something along the lines of, 
I'll play I'll play David Kampf against anyone. Yeah. Which is good. Um Nick Ricci, he's going to be a big boy in front play like Zach Hyman type stuff. Uh Muz, uh Peter Morazic and Jack Campbell are hopefully playing uh the like shared minutes in net. Hopefully um, they stay healthy. Hopefully both of them stay healthy because that is an issue that we could run into, which I'm not looking forward to. We have Michael Hutchison back. Um, who isn't so, terrible. Who isn't I, terrible. He wasn't terrible last terrible. year. He played relatively well. We also have better defense. We have our defense coming back from last year. Sandin and Lilligren look to, to shore up the bottom six of our defense. Mm-hmm. Um, Dermot's still in there, so we'll see what happens. I I could see a scenario where Dermot gets traded. I could too. Um, and our forwards is here. Let's go take a look at our forwards. Uh, I mean, you know the names: Matthews, Tavares, Marner, Nylander, like 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 Kerfoot, Richie. Like it's we know everyone knows who the Toronto Maple Leafs are, but this year we have to know who the Stanley Cup quality or Stanley Cup caliber, or what, what was the what was the line in the in the show? Stanley, um, the Stanley Cup habits. Stanley Cup. So we talked about this like uh, when we were reviewing the All or Nothing Toronto Leafs. This season is going to be interesting because we're going to learn, we're going to be able to see the Stanley Cup habits, if the, and how are they are they implementing in the game like. Are they going up 3-1 and just calling that's that's it game over. They're just defending, defending and not letting them uh, not letting the other team perform or get any goals. If they don't do that then they're not going to be have Stanley Cup calibers and then when um, the playoffs happen I'm going to be betting on uh, whoever's firsting the Leafs because I should have been doing that the last 4 years because I would have been a very rich man. But um, hopefully they get together they have a full 82 game season so that they can get it through the thick skulls of what Stanley cup habits look like. And uh, that is why I have them in third, third place behind. Um, no, sorry. Say, second place you, yeah, behind you, Tampa. I have them in third place. I have them in third place behind Florida and Tampa, but I am. All, okay. If there was a year that was all or nothing Toronto Maple Leafs, it's this year. Yep. This is literally all or nothing. Every, every single Every single stride, every single shot, every single anything you do on that ice is all or nothing. Yeah, and we needed to see and Stanley Cup habits is what is what we want. That's what we have to see. I'm hopefully, hopefully they they'll fight every single night because they have no other options. They have to perform because if they don't perform, they're all getting shipped out. And management's getting fired, and coach is getting fired, and um, this is going to be all or nothing. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm excited. Um, I think that's a. We went all through all. Oh, who is your Stanley Cup winning team? Uh, Colorado. I have Tampa three peating, and that that will be our new dynasty that has been performing over the last couple of years. So I have Tampa winning. Um. I honestly don't even want to touch on the Leafs, what they're going to do in the postseason because we've been traumatized so much, but that's where we're going to leave it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Check us out on YouTube now because we're on YouTube. Uh, Check us out on all the Spotify uh, or all where anywhere you get your podcasts. 
uh, share us, recommend us to a friend, and uh, leave us a good review. And we'll see you on Thursday uh, after the first, uh, or actually Thursday or Friday, after the first two uh, Leafs games. And uh, yeah, we'll see you then.